of the world every boy and every girl people of the world allow me to welcome you to the spice level the place where you don't redo the intro <laughs> the only place you're gonna find two blokes from upstate new york talking about everything and anything spice girls from a to zigga zig ah my name is mike martin and with me is always the only person that'll give me the weird look saying you did that intro a little weird there bud his name is i'm brent kelly brent kelly what is good brother uh, the weather's pretty good the weather is pretty good and so are we today that's right i'm, I'm happy as can be my voice is almost there yep. i'm getting it yep and you know what we're still going through these singles from the girls because they keep producing them they sure do dang and today we're talking about Emma, but neither here nor there. How's Brent? I'm doing well, buddy. How are yeah, you? I'm doing very well. Yeah. I am. I'm very excited to be here today. Me too. I'm a little little conflicted about the song okay. coming up, but I, I have my own like weird personal reasons for it. Nah, that's okay. Okay. Because we're here to talk about Emma's song, What I Am. That's right. Well, not Emma's song. Yeah, so we skipped this on the first run through of everybody's singles because it's technically Tin Tin Out, comma, mm -hmm. a duet with Emma Bunton. Indeed. So we didn't consider Emma's first solo single, but she is the only one singing on it. That is a true statement. And it was, we talked last week, it was billed as a head-to-head -head between Jerry and Emma with Lift Me Up and What I Am. Correct. So we decided we would do the second half of that this week because we did left, Lift Me Up last week. Makes sense. Makes sense. And also something that is, I mean, if it's a song that's competing and is hitting the charts, then I think that it deserves recognition and yeah. deserves a chat. Of I agree. course. I agree. I'm, I'm intrigued by your thoughts on the song. Sure. Well, just a little background on it before we do the numbers. It's of a course. cover of the 1988 song by Edie Brickwell and New Bohemians. Yes. Edie Brickwell is married to Paul Simon. Really? What a talented couple. Look at that. Well, I did see on a couple uh bits of research that the song from the 80s was considered like it was in certain lists of one hit wonders oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> still so but no of course i mean you can't you can't argue with a like two musically inclined human beings yeah. joining forces you yeah. can't be like oh well can you can you draw like <laughs> <laughs> right and then the other half of this cover is tin tin out they were an english electronic this is straight from wikipedia yeah electronic dance music duo comprising darren stokes and Lindsay edwards they remix songs for a variety of artists such as duran duran yes erasure pet shop boys the cores and desiree as well as collaborating with singers such as shelly nelson and emma bunton scoring top 10 hits with both exactly. which takes us into numbers this song was released on November 1st, 1999. It went to number two in the UK, mm, as we talked about mm, last week, mm, beat out by 30,000 mm, copies by Jerry's Lift Me Up. Interesting looking at their remixes that they've also done. Yeah, I looked at that list as well. TLC's Creep. Yep. They also did Technotronic, which name might not bring up the, uh, ring a bell, but the song Pump Up the Jam. Oh, what absolutely. It's yes. So we know that. Of course we do. They also did Tub Thumping. They did do some Chumba Wumba again. Yep. Look at that world. 
And they have also done another Emma Button song. Yeah. Take My Breath Away. Yeah, interesting. So. Which we've talked about before. We have, absolutely. Good on them, hey. Yep. And as in terms of Emma's Spotify numbers, this song has over 3 million streams, which makes it her third highest streamed song That's on Spotify. That's interesting. So, I'm going to get it out of the way then. Yeah. I feel like in this song, I mean, this is late 90s. Yep. Early 2000s, we see a couple live videos. I think this is Emma's attempt to try to kind of have like a a Melissa Etheridge, mm, mm. Uh, Cheryl Crowey sure. kind of I am that solo chick artist, and this is this is my vibe that she's okay. going for. I think that's that's what she's hunting for in the whole song. And I didn't know before I clicked play that she, that this was a cover song. I, I didn't. Did not, I, I didn't either. And so the first listen through that I had on it. I'm listening to the lyrics because you want to absorb everything, of course. And I'm like, okay, these are some weird. Li- she's repeating the the phrase a couple times here, okay, and then the chorus hit, and I'm like, wait, this is somewhere in my memory. This is somewhere. Ah. I, I had to do a double check because I'm nice. Like, this chorus is ringing a sharp bell, and then I remembered like I didn't like the original song yeah. that much, so this is where it's a little tough for me. So I apologize walking into it. No, it's fine. I didn't recognize this at all. I listened to it a few times on Amazon Music, and then I even watched the music video a couple times sure. before I went to the Wikipedia article. Mm-hmm. Saw that it was a cover. I was like, oh, okay, it makes a little more sense now because I was questioning some of the lyrics too. It was like, this is. A little odd for Emma to be singing some of this. Very stuff, much but. so. To have that 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 sweet Emma voice singing yeah. "Choke Me in the Shallow yeah. Water." You're like, yeah, that is definitely the line that stuck out to me. I was like, what? sure, what is she saying? And the the first because I think that line hits before the chorus kicks in. So yeah, when I heard her does. say that, I'm like, yeah. Emma, what what yeah. what happened this evening that you need to write these lyrics and have this happen? Exactly. I, I listened to it through a couple times before I even caught that line. I was like, wait a minute, rewind. Yeah. But looking at the original song, you're like, okay, cool. And I mean. Did you look up the the meaning behind the lyrics? Yeah, a little bit. But do you, if you would like to give a refresher to the 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 world, yeah, the, the quick version. An interview with Edie Brickwell said that the lyrics came from a class in college, world religions and philosophy. She said that she was immediately annoyed at the chatter going on in the classroom to adopt behaviors to Those adopt damn some philosophers, sort of, right? To adopt some sort of dogma. I felt defeated at the purpose of evolution. That song just blossomed for irritation. On the choke me in the shallow water lyric, she said, that's the part that was irritating about the class. Everybody was getting so deep in terms of making things up. Does this mean this? And does that mean that? I was just irritated. Like, just kill me now before I get out there and lose myself and and my sense of who I am. It irks me a little bit reading words like that, man. Because then I'm watching Emma sing the song the same way. And and it's just, you know, to, to, to heck with deep thinking. Yeah. I, I, I get it if you want if, uh, it's tough man do you, is it the kind of life that she's just like i just want i would like to live in the moment and what have you sure and i right. get that yep and the mindset that i get from that in a, in a spice girls kind of relationship is a song like do it yeah like yeah, yeah very, absolutely very much that's empowering of live your life and live it the way you want to yep this is why am i here i'm miserable this is this is a horrible time that I'm having here. Choke me in the shallow water because I don't want to get in the deep end. Yep. Like, oh, and then to hear sweet Emma singing it just just gets me a little bit. So that that's just my. I, I <laughs> no, that's fine. I, I I do agree that like we have even on this podcast done a lot of now. Does this mean this? Especially music videos. Of course. Does this represent this? Does this represent that? Everything is always representing something. Yeah. Like nobody puts it. I mean. Some people are psychopaths and just 
Oh yeah, yeah. Chaotic good and what have you. Yeah. But even the because I I we've and I'm sure we're going to talk about the music video for Emma, of course. Oh, yeah. That's what yep. we do on this podcast. But I watched the music video of the original song too. Oh, I did not do that. And there's a lot of weird stuff going on in there, and I highly doubt it's a matter. I mean, I don't know, but there are there are miniature little pilot planes that they sit on when they're playing their okay. instruments, and there are like dolls with no noses on them, and they're just okay. obviously attempts for uh-huh. some sort of symbolism uh-huh. going on in there, but I don't know. I, I think that just put a bad taste in my mouth going into it, and I felt bad because Emma sounds really good yeah. in this song. Yes. Yeah. My no- <laughs> I, I have no idea. Emma sounds great in this song. She really right. does. The Her voice is fantastic. Choke me in the shallow waters. Yeah. I don't think I ever thought I would hear... Nope. Emma Button say out nope, loud nope. multiple times, but when it hits that refrain, she sounds really good. I know. So I know. yeah, so I guess it, I can kind of flip the switch in my brain to kind of ignore what the lyrics mean. Sure. If I focus just on her performance, I really like it. Mm-hmm. It, it it is a repetitive song towards the end, especially is, yes. especially towards the end. But it's one of those throw it on the background songs. I can listen to it a few times in a row and it doesn't bother me. That kind of thing. Right. So I I can't. Sorry. Right, so here's the question: Do yes. you enjoy? Jerry's lift me up more or Emma's what I am more. Oh, wow. Little Mike's walking into the record shop. He's only got money for one single that week because they came out the same day. Which uh-huh. one is Little Mike putting his money down on? But you don't get to watch the music video when you're right. listening to the song. You're just getting the song. Correct. Oh, man. I mean, I know that I came into the podcast as a you know pretty strong Baby Spice. Tr- I think think i i'm gonna lean i'm gonna grab the jerry disc really I okay will, i think okay i think i still will because there's a there's a, a cheesiness oh gosh do i <laughs> i might save my money for mel b's next okay. single too <laughs> that's that, fair. That, like mel c's that's producing fair. pumping out you know music like a that's true like a factory right now that's so true. yeah if you remove the music video from the equation i prefer this song do you just as if i'm clicking one to play on Amazon Music without okay. any visual element, I'm playing this one. Sure. Not lift me up. But the people in 1999 did not agree, agree with me. They chose... I don't know if I would still grab Jerry's, though. I don't Jerry know, Jerry to man. be number one oh. that week. It feels dirty either way, to be honest with you. This is I mean, a, this is I mean, a tough on. little bracket. Come on, Mike. You don't enjoy lyrics like philosophy is the talk on a cereal box, religion is the smile on a dog. Smile on a dog. <laughs> do dogs smile? Yeah, of course I do. See? My dog smiles all the time. Boom. She's a happy golden retriever. Aw. Philosophy is a walk on the slippery rocks. That's dangerous, man. That's dangerous. Walking you ever, you ever slipped on some rocks before Absolutely. while camping? Yeah. I've got a big gash in my foot from when Ooh, I was like 11. Yeah. Ruined the entire camping trip. Just yeah. that's, a, that's a personal thing. I believe that's, it. Uh, but what else was on the single? Was there anything? <laughs> well, I don't know. I didn't look at what the B-side was. I don't know if it was tin, just Tintin out or if Emma did something for him for the B-side. Mm. It was just more what I am. Oh, really? You got a remix. Perfect. Oh, and then Weird, Save Yourself was huh. the other song that was on there. I don't know. Huh. Interesting. All right, so we just watched the music video. Yeah. We start like we do every every week. Thoughts on the music video? It feels very... And it, it was something I read in a couple comments of the... When I watched the original song's music video, saying that this is such a 90s song that was created in the 80s. Because the mm, original one was true. like 88, I think. Yep, yep, it was. And this music video seriously has that like... 1995, 97 ish MTV. Yep, yep. Oh, it really does. Like, yes. Very bright colored. And what yes. is everybody doing in this room? And yep. almost a bit of apathy and haha, what's going on? Because mm-hmm. 
they're in a single room and it's filling up with water and it's not it's not going higher than the bathtub even though the bathtub's getting full so the water's not too deep with what's going on and i felt so bad for the instruments (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) because the instruments get drowned in this it it does not seem safe to be playing an electric guitar underwater and then the drums and bongos I mean, I'm sure the tambourine was fine. The tambourine guy seemed to be having a blast the entire time yep. because he knew that his quality tambourines were not going to be harmed exactly. in, during the filming. But that's where, you know, the singer's getting a little bit of, little bit of oomph behind them because I'm not going to hurt my instrument. That's true. Suck it, bass guy. But that's true. your bass guitar is not going to survive this one. That's true. Even though they tried to hand her a guitar a couple times. So, yeah, I think that's the first time we've ever seen a Spice Girl holding an instrument. Ooh. Because she holds a guitar a couple times. She does, absolutely. I didn't look and see if she was she was actually busting out some chords on that or anything like that. But the first time they show her in the video, she strums at least. I don't know sure. if she's actually doing anything. But I don't uh, think it's going to sound great either way. I'm sorry. But no, I don't the, think so. The electronics behind that are not going to yeah survive the yeah. tsunami of ankle floods. Yeah, but it was it was fun just to see a Spice Girl hold an instrument. Very much so. It's not something they do. You're right about the colors though. Super saturated. Holy guac! And boy, does it make her eyes pop. Her blue eyes she's, are like beacons. I don't know, I don't know if she's wearing contacts. Maybe. Because I don't know to what extent they did include the... Well, I, I was a cool kid in the, the late 90s, but the, the guitarist from Limp Biscuit used to wear contacts that would make his eyes seem super, super, super dilated. Really? So they were like just pure yeah, black. Okay. And so maybe, he was, maybe she was wearing... Because those were some piercing blue yeah. eyes. Oh, yeah. Emma. And everything else color-wise was matching what she was going for. Correct. In that, so... Clearly, she's not letting go of the blue color with her motifs. That's true. No horses in this video, though. No, no, yeah, no horses. <laughs> no shots of feet either. <laughs> yes, also true. <laughs> Definitely. Maybe I, you weren't looking for them because things were flooding. And that's true. But if you were underwater, somebody really should turn that tub off. Somebody. <laughs> I mean, it's just overflowing the whole time. You know how much how much equipment was ruined for that drummer, that poor drummer, oh, yeah. who's starting out, and then she just. Plops into the, the bathtub and he's trying to find different things to use for the yes. cowball, the yes. cowbell. <laughs> that was like, that was like, he got one of his, like, his drums kit has been reduced to a single, just uh-huh. a snare or even like a stool. But yep. he has to find something separate to hit that one note on. <laughs> he's so happy. He's like, all right, he's committed to this. Yep. I know. Poor guy. One of the first shots in the video was part of the drum, like filling with water. Yeah. Underneath the water. Oh, man. Mm-mm-mm-mm. What a bummer. Emma's reading a book underwater. I mean, that book's ruined too. What kind of philosophy? Because it's during the philosophy moment, so I'm wondering what uh, book it was. I should have screen capped it. And yeah. I, don't, I don't know if the quality's high enough on the. It music was video. not. That's the thing about this music video is it did not have anything higher than 480. Yeah, we did not have an HD version of this Unfortunately, one. Unfortunately, that, that poor book's gonna be all puffy. You know, when a book gets wet. Yep. It's gonna be like three times the size it was originally. Leave it out to dry and hope for the best. Or yeah. Hopefully, you can actually still flip the pages. Amazon Prime it. Did you see at one point one of the Tintin guys? I guess was in a tub underwater, and Emma's choking him out. Yes. That's attempted murder. That is absolutely attempted murder, Emma. Now, to be fair, one of them like pretends to choke her when she's singing Choke Me on, in the Shallow Water. Sure. But she's clearly playing along with it. She's you know acting concerned. 100%. This guy was, she was just straight up drowning this guy in the tub. Emma, we're uh, concerned about you, girl. She's covering <laughs> songs, questioning. It's true. Yeah, so I wonder, I didn't, what I didn't find was how this collaboration came together. I imagine Tin Tin Out came to her. Sure. And said, hey, we want to cover this song will you sing it with us i would i would see that because yeah. this, is, this is before any of her 
actual quote-unquote solo stuff correct because this came out in 99 that's where you you see the other girls branching out in some ways and maybe you see their back at tintin's back catalog and yeah they've done you know tlc creep and other songs she's like okay you know what did you listen to that mother what's that the tintin yeah their remix of uh creep no have you Oh no! Yeah. Oh, Emma, right. did you know you're getting into there, girl? I, I didn't like the tub thumping either. I listened to that too. Oh, <laughs> so one thing I did see that made me a little excited, depending on what was going to happen with the live performances. Yep, is that it did say that it was one of the first uh, guitar solos that features an enveloping effect. Okay, what which mean? long story short is a wah wah pedal when you're playing guitar. I know what that is. You can control it though. So oh, okay. you use your foot because it's an actual pedal that your foot controls and it gives you that wah, yeah. you know, the wah-wah yeah, yeah. sound. An enveloping thing can tell what the tone is that you're playing and puts that effect on it for you. So it's oh. almost like a cheater effect. Okay, yeah, yeah. But what happens on this is they do use it and it's one of the first notable songs that have that oh. as the main portion of a guitar solo. Okay. Which, in my head, was like, okay, cool. I'm excited to see some of the live performances then to see how this translates. And... Have you watched the live performances? I, I did watch several of them. Guessing you did. Yep. The first one I watched was not the Top of the Pops. Okay. Because I always have a salt in my mouth about yeah, the, I know, I know. the TOTPs. And so I watched one that was, I think it was a 2001 Jazz Cafe. Yes, in 2000. Yep. Yes. And don't get me wrong. This one seems like they're having a blast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, one of my notes is she dances around a bit, clearly having fun. Emma is having, having a, a really great time yep. and really enjoyed recording yep. the song, I think. Yep. I think so, too. And so that's where I, I start giving more credit to the song itself, too, because it's like, dang, she did in 2022. Oh, man. That's a different conversation. But when it got to the solo, it was the keyboards playing it. Uh, yes. Yes, it was. And I saw it happening. and went, oh, no. Did they not? Did they not do it live with the the guitar? And it was a great live performance on that one. Yeah, yeah. Top yeah, of the pops. You. Cut to that one. Also a live performance at top of the pops. Yeah, not I synced. Know. Fantastic. Emma still having a blast. His thing, she actually tricked me. Like it was one of those where like at first I thought the yeah. same thing because like she sound she sounded perfect. Like she sounded yep. great. But it's I, just because she was Emma. Exactly. You always listen to hear like that one note where they hit it a little off. Okay, so, no. she was just really good. Yes, the guitar solo. Is the guitarist at the top of the pop? Nice. And I'm like, crap. So it's just a matter of, it's just a song that they perform live yeah, yep. that can be done well. And yep. you can have two different versions of that solo. Egg on my face. Touche. Yep. So, yeah, so I, I always do top of the pops first, just in case it's going to be pre-recorded. <laughs> kind of get it out of the way. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I don't blame you. Exactly. She sounded great. It was halfway through before I realized it was even live. Sure. Like I wrote live question mark and then live with an exclamation point. Mm-hmm. One of the things I thought about watching her do this, this is her first time on top of the pops as a solo artist that was the first time it had to have been because this is her first solo song sure and so they were in the number one hunt with jerry so that she was on top pops the first time but you know Word. by herself she was with she was with tintin out of course and i thought about that too we talked about how mel b had missy elliott yep so it's kind of nice for some of the girls for their first quote-unquote solo song they at least like had, a bumper they had someone else with a them, cushion yes. a, correct yeah even if they were doing the majority or all of the singing on the song mm-hmm. they had someone else to kind of hit, hit these talk shows with hit the live performances with make a uh, music video with that kind of thing which is kind of cool that makes sense because to go in from a world of a posse yeah five you're taking five the deep, world yeah to I'm doing this by myself. Yeah, it's good to have. It's gotta a be bit a little entourage. Yeah, it's gotta be a little scary. And it was, there was, <laughs> I thought the end of the. Uh, yeah. I, I know there's yeah. puns everywhere. Yeah, yeah, you know that, dude. Don't. <laughs> I know. Exactly. 
I did like at the end of the top of the Pops performance, the guys from Tin and Out join her at the microphone. Yep. And they all sing the line. It was really cute. I actually, that might, that might Uh-oh. be my favorite top of the Pops performance. Oh, that we, that we've watched. So Now that I think about it. That? It, it was live. She sounded fantastic. She was having a ton of fun. The guys joined her at the end. That was a really genuinely fun yeah. performance on top of the pops. Yeah, and it was a it was a good fun transition to see. She's still rocking that baby spice vibe because she's wearing a you know just a pink top with yep. the black yep. outfit with it. So she still has that vibe. So she's showcasing. She is still Emma that you remember. Yep. But this is a change of pace, and it's, yep. it was. It, I, the song is turning on me again because of live performances. So, I 100% agree with you. This is one, usually, not usually, but a lot of times, the music video sways me to like a song better like last sure. week. Sure, absolutely. I wasn't a huge fan of the Mel song Melody with Word Up. It's like, exactly, yes. Okay. But if the music video is bonkers, it raises it up a lot for me. Yes. This one, the opposite. The music, yes. The music video was okay, but the live performances were great. Fantastic. 100% agree. I watched a bunch of my, Did you watch Bravo Super Show? In, oh. in Germany in 2000. I only caught two of them, so I'm, I've got I'm to... pretty sure it was a TV show because they there's a girl who introduces her. Like, like the camera pans over to a presenter and then pans sure. over to the stage. But there was a ton of people in the crowd. Really? And they were going nuts for her. It was awesome. Get it, B. And then I, I, I actually I watched a bunch of them. So I also found TFI Friday from October 99. The old TFI Friday. Yeah, so this one was cool. It was hosted by Chris Evans, not Captain America, the British Chris Evans. Mm. And he interviews beforehand. So it was a 10-minute clip, and he talks with her for five or six minutes before she performs. And she, he asks her if she's nervous, and she says, yes, I'm pooping my pants. Because Was that censored that you just did there, or was it? No, no, that's literally what she says. Oh. She says, I'm pooping my pants. And but she says once she starts singing, she's all right. But he asks her specifically, now that you're on your own, are you a little more nervous? So she admits, yes, she is. Sure. <laughs> so Chris Evans says to her, he thinks that Emma's going to be the one to break out as a solo star. And she says, well, wait a minute, you had Melanie C on last week, and you said that to her too. <laughs> he says, well, I say that to everyone. I want to make them feel good. <laughs> oh, Chris Evans, garbage. Yeah. yeah. And then he he for some reason he had this door that he had her line up and like marked how tall she was that's kind of cool yeah it you was. know what honestly like do you know who the top person was the tallest person on his door oh well, i mean out of the girls or no, it was, no. it's just a musical in general, artist musical artist in general a musical artist that's yeah. known to be oh gosh uh elton john I don't think, I think Elton's Elton's that tall. I don't, yeah, I don't think he's that tall <laughs> yeah i think no. when they mooched them they had to kneel yeah. down so. yeah i think you might be right <laughs> No, I don't. Who's a who's a lanky, beefy, tall, tall one? David Bowie. Oh, Bowie! Yeah. Wow. How tall was Bowie? I don't know. He was a lot taller than Emma. I can tell you that. <laughs> How tall? Bowie was a whopping five foot nine and three <laughs> quarters. Oh man, she's really <laughs> they, short. Then they some short, short yeah. folks over there. To be fair, the there was only there was only like three names on the door. Okay, thank God. I thought you were gonna be like there was like. 52 yeah. up there and so, she was even wearing heels and she was a good looked like honestly like a good foot shorter than david bowie although to be fair david bowie might have also been wearing heels that's a good possibility Never I, didn't, know. I didn't see what happened when david bowie was getting measured for a later date folks yeah, exactly and then while he's marking her height he, he actually asks her do you want me to write emma or baby 
Ooh. She hesitates for a second, and then she says, Emma. Good girl. So this is 99. The Spice Girls haven't even put out the third album yet. They haven't gone their own ways fully, but she's starting to make her mark as Emma Bunton instead of just Baby Spice. Yes, and. A couple other highlights from the interview. He asks her, if you could marry anyone in the world, who would it be? Why is that a question? Who, who has that random question? Because it's 1999. That's the stuff you ask hey, girls. Hey, Brent, if you were to marry anybody in the entire world, who would you marry? I already did. Oh, brownie points. <laughs> well, Emma's answer was... I met Leonardo DiCaprio recently. He wasn't very nice to me, so not him. <laughs> well, there you go. What the Play hell, on Leo? That, DiCaprio. What the hell, Leo? Yeah. You're being mean to our girl Emma. You had one chance. Yeah. Mr. Titanic. Exactly. Let go, Jack. <laughs> it's true. She even calls out Chris Evans for bringing up a story that was in the tabloid. She says, "Chris, don't believe that stuff." Christopher. Exactly. And then Chris asks her about Jerry's single coming out on the same day. Mm. And he brings up something that you and I have already talked about on this show, the betting odds. Mm. Because you can bet on anything in the UK. Love it. Emma was apparently the betting favorite nine to four. But unfortunately for her, we know it went the other way. Yeah. So if you bet some money on Jerry, you would have made some money apparently. Man. Yeah. I need to I need to live in a world where those are betting options in my life. I can't tell any man you can bet on anything. I'm not good at betting on certain things, so if I had those kind of things available to me, I would be very, very poor. <laughs> yeah, so, I was going to say, it'd be dangerous. Yeah. And now, you mentioned the live performance from 2022. Sure. I did watch that as well. Sure. It was just this past December, part of her Emma Christmas tour. It was only about two minutes long. She cut a lot of the songs shorter than that, mm-hmm. and that, so she could do a lot of them, I think. It was good. It was a bunch of guys dancing around her. She doesn't do a lot of choreography in that one, but like I said, it was a shorter version of the song. But it was fun that she's still singing it in 2022. She she likes the song, clearly. She does, clearly. You can tell that it's a... I think... A, it probably has a special place in her heart because it was her first song without the girls. Yeah. B, it got to number two, almost to number one. So it was a successful song. Right. I think it was one of those songs that probably like told her, hey, I can do this. Yeah. I don't have my own number one it's yet. It's confidence but Exactly. Exactly. Every time she hears it, she feels it. So. Exactly. Can't argue with that. So if you had to pick a favorite part, unless you have something else to talk about. Whew. I know, no, we have we're, we run the gauntlet in the yeah, way I, I thought. I think we've yeah, called, I'm very happy. Covered it, covered it pretty well. So if you have a yeah. favorite part of what I am, Mm -hmm. what would you pick? I have to do it as a generic blanket answer, and I know that's a poo-poo situation, but as much as I like to be very, very specific about it, it's just seeing her perform it live. (laughs) It it really is, man, because what? In the words of one of my favorite GIFs, you, me, same. Same. Literally wrote all the live performances. Yeah, it changed changed my mindset because every time I listen to it on Spotify, I'm like, okay, Yep, and it's got the fade up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And that repeating chorus. I'm like, okay. Um, and even hearing it in my head right now, it makes me irk a little bit. But when you see her perform it live, you're like, yeah. You know what? And you, could, you like, like you said, you can tell how much she enjoys this song. Yeah. She clearly really enjoyed performing this song. Yeah. So I 100% agree with you. I also like to pick something specific. Usually I pick, oh, the the whatever in the music video. Mm-hmm. No, for me, it was the exact same thing. All the live performances. What's with the what's with the overhead on music videos that all the girls seem to do that everyone wants to have one where they're lying in a bed with just sheets that they're just Good question. writhing in in some fashion? I mean... There's at least one music video that all of them have that. You, you're absolutely right. Absolutely. I mean, the obvious answer is just sex appeal, I guess. But sure. I don't know. Camera above your bed. Yeah. No, that, that's baby. the shot to get. You're right. That's That's the shot, man. That's okay. All right, so a spice level. Yes. For what I am, what would you give for a spice level? You're giving me the question on this one. Hmm. 
I want to give this one six different places that the drummer figured out to play cowbell <laughs> he did. in the music video. <laughs> he really was. You're right. He was he was drumming on himself at one point. Yep. He was grabbing stuff. He was hitting the bathtub, the yep. clawfoot bathtub. Yep. He's like, yep, this is my cowbell right now. So yep. that's where I have to go on the level of spice that I get on that one. What about yourself? What's your, what's your level of spice? My spice level for this week is... Three plumbers, two yeah. general contractors, oh, no. and four dumpsters is going to take to fix that house from My all that water Atlanta. damage. My land. What a waste. That's a that's a whole cost of fees. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. Mm. Walk over to the spice rack. Donezo. Uh, yes. Oh, that's still nice and creepy. Uh, oh, there's a little oh. extra bit that had to go open there. My apologies. A little there. extra bit of rust. Mate, you know what? Did we the spice, maybe the spice rack was also underwater. Uh, so oh, the, the hinges are extra rusty now. Still waiting on the contractor to come in and give us a quote. Yeah. yeah. All right. So your turn then. You're, I'm going to let you okay. reach in first. Sure. You know what? You made me you go for the, yep. the level. You've got it. I'm reaching in. Yep. I'm grabbing... Reading underwater spice Ooh. this week. I wonder how many pages you could get through a book before it starts to stick together and disintegrate. Or you need to go up for air. That too. Oy. That's too. That, that too. Ooh, it depends on if it's you know how deep the water is that she's reading. That's true. And how deep the book is. And how deep the water is she's in. Deep. <laughs> Proud of us. <laughs> All right. You're reaching in the spice. Yep. Right? What are you grabbing this week? I'm going to grab a spice that I have not yet seen and would like to, and that's the Emma talking to Chris Evans ah. because Chris Evans can apparently suck it because he yeah. kept trying to dig for dirt. And Emma's like, I'm trying to do my thing right now. I don't know why I'm looking around, but he's kind of a douche. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Like, I've always thought that about him. but Like, you I, made I would... that my spice. Yeah, that yeah. was my spice of the week because crap off, Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah, no, not, not a big I can't. I'm not... I'm also not a fan. Bam! Not a fan at all. All uh, right, Merchant Spice of the Week. Oh, goodness. So, in sort of a callback to a previous episode. Okay. Do you remember when we had the the super creepy posh beanbag doll? Do I? Yes, you do. Well, guess what? There's an Emma version, too. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. It's, it's, it's like those a... those eyes. It's like a troll doll mixed with yarn, mixed with... Uh, very, very beefy legs there, Emma. She, well, she doesn't skip leg day. She did not skip leg day. Honestly, these eyes are about as vibrant as they were in the music video. Very much so, yes. So, and th- so there's our tie-in to this week. Nothing says blonde like neon green hair. Yep. <laughs> Goodness. that There's no cost point to that, correct? You, you pull a few strands of that out, you could have the Cynthia doll. It looks like a voodoo doll. It does. <laughs> no, yeah, you want to you wanna guess how much? Uh, you, you can't pay me to take that from somebody, so I'm going to say... I'm sure you can't. Fourteen dollars. What somebody wants for that? Uh, U.S. dollars twenty five forty seven okay. plus twenty eight fifty three shipping. Darn it! You could buy a plane ticket for so much. Like, I might buy a plane ticket to the U.K. and say anybody that wants me to bring stuff back, let me know and I'll meet the people here. Yeah. And you could pay me half cost shipping. Yep. Done. Just buy me the plane ticket so I can That's go to almost, the U.K. Almost sixty dollars. The posh one, posh one was cheap from what I remember. Jeez. I think the posh one was like ten bucks. This thing's almost sixty dollars. All right, quote yes. of the week. Uh-oh. I went back to the first book. OG Emma B. Coming at you for you and me. I Let's go gotta, through I the book. Find out Let's take a now. look. Gonna see what we can see. find out. Didn't finish that All right, we've never, we've never touched on this before. Ha! Uh, <clears throat> Emma. Yes. Emma on her own style. Let's see? I quite like my short skirts and tight shirts. Makes two of us. <laughs> I don't even know what this word is. With big bovers? Bovers. The but old... pretty little socks. What's, what's... B-O-double-V-E-R-S. B-O-V-V-E-R-S. 
ERS. What the hell's a bobber? Bobber. It's British slang for troublemaking and rowdiness by street gang youths. <laughs> what? That doesn't make sense. It's what it says, man. I, I believe you. Bobber. It's got to mean something to do with fashion. I quite like my short skirts and tight shirts with big bobbers but pretty little socks. If I go for a funky look. A bobber boot. A bobber boot. Oh, it's a it's boot. A type of boot. It's a boot. Oh. oh, yeah. She does like her big boots. She likes her like, big platforms. All right. Okay. okay. Big bobbers but pretty little socks. It's a type okay. of boot that's often associated with violence. <laughs> that's Emma. It's absolutely steel-toed and sturdy design. <laughs> they have been considered as offensive weapons used by hooligans for kicking opponents while street fighting. Yep. That's yes! Emma. I mean, she, she's Kung Fu candy. <laughs> <laughs> if if I go for a funky look, I'll make it look prettier by wearing frilly socks or having my hair in pigtails. I don't like to look too hard or too sexy. I like to look quite cute so it's not too in your face. I used to try and hide my curves, but now I think, well, I've got them and I might as well use them. Chris Evans, watch out, dog. She's going to take her bobbers to you. First cultural reference or bobber boots were worn by the violent street gang, the Droogs, in a clockwork orange. Ah. Evans, watch your back, dog. Dang. <laughs> wow. Okay, folks. Oh. We've made it to another Love it. end of another episode. Watch out for bobbers. Check out Nick Laganel's books on you, Amazon. Yes, he's still Listen to Mike it. and Greg on Two Bands Watching Bluey. Yes, Listen we're to Mike's solo album, Progress Only Progress, when documented on, on SoundCloud. Uh, you can reach us at, at the spice level on everything, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's right. And look we're, at the world's best co host of a podcast sitting right next to me. His name is well, Rick Kelly. So thank you, sir. Hang out with him if you can. It is your choice for next week. What are we doing next week? Okay. What are we so this time to? around, we want to we want to keep getting some, some singles that were chart toppers. And I think, you know what? I'm going to bring back the person that Emma was fighting, oh, doing boy. for. So we're going to go for the next big single that Jerry had. Another another cover also. It's time to start raining men, baby. It's raining men. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm looking forward to this. Good. I don't think I've ever watched the music video for it. No? I, I've, I've listened to her cover several times. Sure. I don't know if I've ever watched the music video for it. I'm Hallelujah. But until then. Yes. I am Brian Kelly. I'm Mike Martin. I don't wear shoes or bobbers. No, he does not. He's barefoot right now, folks. Dang it. <laughs> we love and appreciate you all and thank you very much freaking spice up your life watch out for bobbers oy vey